times about the wait less. You ahead, now they chasing, hating. God only wanna put the grace in, praise him. Throw back the times I couldn't take it, breaking. But I'm so fucked with the change, I taste it. Yeah, the hunger made me on the hunt for days. We often suffer greatly. I was younger, waiting, grew up, and he underpaid me. Start coming crazy, now my flow shape. So you wanna go by Jagger, Jagger? Numbers, namely, all the ones popping dubs that hate me. You got something to say, G. All your motherfuckers lazy. Ten minutes, I'm gonna stop. He's giving my government name. Unimaginable, thought you ate with the boys cannibal on a set props on who you handsome to, but you gotta wait because now my hands is full animal. And it's a taste test, the one that don't fucking say less. Clean out house, no trace left. Feel like a jump up the weight less. Got my chance on wasted, face it. People can see getting basic, lace anxiety heavy, got me racing, pacing, but now I'm so fucked close to change, I taste it. This is a taste test. The one that don't fucking say less. Clean out house, no trace left. Feeling like a jump up the weight less. You ahead now chasing hating. God only wanna put the grace in praise. Like I'm about to take it, breaking. But I'm so fucking close to change, I taste it. When days was hard, I would pray to God. One hand make it stop, one hand bring it on. I'ma break the lock of my gang is calling. I'll play the block till my game is won. Devouring all that's in front of me. So out of hell, could you front on me? There's a thousand beasts, but I'm the one to beat. Stronger than all, I'ma hunt for free. I was chefing, but not getting shit. Mission star, but bounce negative. I was tired of being delicate so now i'm feasting with no etiquette trying hard with these recipes secret ingredients so the rest can see got away with murder no rest of me but you try to hurt this and you rest in peace that's how shit go get it from the source fuck the info let's get to the shit don't you tiptoe i'm the one who go ball check the crystal the energy entering makes me shine the enemies envy me they be dying fucking me suckers ain't taking mine this just a sample can't fake these lines that was really long no cap. That was a, I that like was, it. That was a nice intro. It was. I liked it. It was good. I appreciate it, bro. It was really good. Shit, we're, yeah. we're sitting in the very spot where it was recorded, so. Yeah. yeah we have to do Memory it. Memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Welcome back to episode 23, Lincoln Bio. The show that showcases Vegas culture, businesses, creatives, and small businesses in between. Today, we had Jack. Yes, sir. One of the best rappers in Vegas. I appreciate that. Um, before we get started, you already know. I mean, maybe you don't. This is your first time being here? Yeah, it's my it first is. Time. So go ahead and grab that. Look at this camera, and you're going to name the title. Name the title? Yeah. Okay, the title of this episode is going to be called Sensing Change. Nice, get nice. Into that later. It's pretty cool, man. I don't know where to start. There's like so many questions I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. So, how'd you get into it? I think, uh, so I always been in love with music, I feel like, since a child, uh-huh. and then I think, like, a lot of the stories I tell is, like, I feel like I first fell in love with, like, probably, like, the image of artists, and, like, uh, my favorite one, like, to start off was 50 Cent, because I feel like, when you look at, like, 50 Cent uh-huh. on, like, 03, like, that's, like, the closest thing I feel like mankind has ever had to, like, a superhero. Oh, what's your favorite like, track? My favorite 50 Cent track ever. At the time, we're going to say In the Club, just because that's, like, the one that was, like, playing all the time. And it's, like, if you were, like, I was a fucking child knowing those words, and that's crazy. Like, that's that shouldn't have happened. That's bad <laughs> parental guidance. But that was literally, like, such an iconic song. And I feel like you look at 50, right? Mm-hmm. This man survived nine gunshots. He literally was fucking tough. He had all the girls. He had yeah. all the cars, the jewelry, everything. And he was just, like, he was, like, enamored with it. It was, like, damn, this is kind of crazy. Like, that's, like, one man can hold, like, that much power. So I think I fell in love with that. So that was, like, the first. Like, I kind of went through, I feel like, the subgenres of, like, hip-hop. And that's, like, so the first one was, like, club stuff. And then, like, it became, like, radio stuff because that was, like, catchy. And that's, like, the first thing I had access to was just, like, whatever was playing on the radio. So it was just, like, it went from that to radio stuff. And then, like, a little bit older, it was, like, Lil Wayne was, like, my next favorite. And that was, like, lyrical stuff because I was, like, in school, it's, like, very 
very stereotypical rapper story, but it was like, it's pretty bad at every subject except for English. And it's like English. I was always like, I was, was had like a decent grade or something. And it was like, Oh shit. So there's so many connections with how like lyrical rap and like English is literally just like how you can bend words and how mm-hmm. you can do different stuff with phrases. So I think I fell in love with that at that point. So that really like kind of like boosted up like my love for it. And then after that was like a lot of like conscious stuff, like a lot of Kendrick J Cole. I feel like those are my next two like big favorites, big like influences on me. Cause they was like kind of getting to stuff that, you know, when I, I was younger, you kind of didn't see, I could never see myself as 50 cent. Cause I'm mm-hmm. never going to be the, the street dude, the toughest dude. So I was like, okay, I love rap, but I could never really do it. But then like when like, 2011 that's like blog era so that's when like you know a big sean wale j mm-hmm. cole kendrick drake like it's a lot more of like conscious rap and like just people of like different cultures different um places kind of blowing up and kind of showing a different image and i kind of saw myself in, in that a lot more so i think that was around the time i started kind of like building a belief of like okay i, I really want to do this and now it's like oh i actually can like there's actually people that are like able to like make different types of music and talk about different things and i think like that's when it kind of like all came together and like my love for music like i tried everything i tried to produce i tried to play guitar piano everything i had like I, I just did not have like the musical sense at that point. And then I knew I was like really good at writing, but I never want to write like a book or journals mm-hmm. or articles. So it's like, how do I take this love for music and this like ability to write and bring them together? And it was just like, okay, rap is rap like the is. perfect thing that brings those two together. That's so pretty cool. that, that's kind of like the story of how I, I got to that point. Wow. Dude, you, you're, <laughs> oh shit. It was not, not see that one coming yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. In, in the, so amazing. Uh, Damn. I'm just, you make me nervous, bro. <laughs> You're good, bro. Oh. <laughs> and so those are your, basically your top influencers and that you really look up to. Mm-hmm. Yep. 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there on, you start doing like any events out here? I think I, I did like events. I won't say later. So like, I, so again, like I kind of got into that mindset where I was, at that point, I was, like, rapping every day and writing every day, but I wouldn't, like, tell anybody because, you know, yeah. you know the, the perception, especially when you're a kid, like, in high school, it's, like, it's tough. You everyone know, thinks they yeah, everyone okay. thinks they can joking. rap, and then it's, like, you know, it's, like, no one's going to believe in you and shit like that. So I think I was rapping every day and kind of just getting better and putting, like, my 10,000 hours in, but I wouldn't tell anybody. And then when I, like, graduated, when I turned, like, 18, that's what I was, like, okay, I was, like, writing every day. I had so many songs. I was, like, putting out so much, and I was, like, I was just, like, fuck it. I was, like, this is the time. I'm, like, a man now. And then you just yeah, I was like, I just do it. Yeah, so then that's when I put out like my first like mixtape or whatever when I was 18 so then like the first that first year I really didn't do any events so it was really just like online stuff it's just like trying to put the music out trying to like reach out to people and stuff but then when I turned 19 then it was like another thing okay like I, I've done like the the, the basis now I, I have to go out you know and it's the thing like with a lot of artists that you kind of get it's it's kind of like a nerve-wracking thing of like performing in front of like seven people yeah like it's a lot of people want to skip it like I was like oh let me just blow up and I, I was like that too like full admits like I don't I want to do that it's hard work you yeah. know going out to seven people no one wants to hear you and you want to like convince them to listen to you it's it's, like, a, it's a tough you job definitely, that's one of those problems like you have to do that you have to do it bro and it's like that's the only way you get better exactly and the people who send up seven mm-hmm you can't do a fucking show. Exactly. And the people who skip are the ones who like fall off so quickly. Yeah. It's like if you get that one hit out of your bedroom and now you out rolling loud, like it's it's impossible to sustain at that level. Yeah. Cause you're you're gonna realize, oh shit, I don't know how to do this, 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 this. So it's like I think once I kinda like got that in my head, it's like, yo, you you're just gonna have to actually go out and do the work and you know, just listen to just like all the artists is like a lot of people say like stuff like that. You can't like skip the grind, you know, uh-huh. you can't you have to go out, you have to work on a song, put it out and have eight people listen. And okay. it's like if you don't go through that, like 
it's going to be tough. Like, you have to work your way through it. So I feel like uh, by the time I got to 19, I was like, okay, now I'm kind of in that mindset. So that's when I started to go into events, you know, doing open mics in the city, stuff like that. And I've just kind of been doing events since. And then you do that rap battle too, huh? Yeah, I do do rap battling. That was my first time. So I did that uh, this year, beginning of this year. So shout out the gas station, shout out the cookout. But they they actually started as... The first event, which I actually saw both of y'all there, we we all saw each other, but the first event was actually just like, it was just versus, you didn't even know who you're going up against, so it was kind of like a, more of a cipher, like if you know the differences between yeah. ciphering and battling, ciphering is, is no really aimed target, and you're just kind of like just trying, having, fun, we're having fun, right, so it was like, you kind of just had to bring verses like that, so it started off as that, and then just kind of evolved into like actual battle rap, where you know the person you're going against, and it went from like, this was supposed to be like, you're supposed to be two sixteens to the first one, and then the last one I did was like, three rounds of three minutes, which is like, over like 200 bars or somewhere in around that right so it's a lot it's It's kind of developed a lot more so it's definitely like another avenue for me to go in and you know i'm happy i did it you know i think a lot of people remember me for it now and it helped helped me stand out a little bit and you know i'm I'm like you know lyricism is my first you know my first love and it's like my my go-to my bread and butter of like what i I love to do in hip-hop and so I think it's a great way to stand out like that. I do think um, I do want to focus on the music more. I feel like that's like the kind of the point I'm getting to. So it's like kind of being sporadic with the battles. And I, if I want to take a battle, I want it to kind of like be a big deal. Yeah. Like everyone come out. And it's like, OK, this is like the one time he's battling. It's give me like a, a big opponent. Give me a challenge. Something. something something major. And so we could really take it up like that. But I think I, I really do love battling. I love watching battling. I used to watch it like super influential in like my style. And a lot of people said that, too, is like. That I was watching battles when I was like learning how to rap, and that that influenced all the ways I made music. So it was just like I'll just sit around for hours watching, watching fucking that. Smack and King of the Dot. So mm, nice. it all became like a a major influence on me. And then uh, after that, you got into uh, making music. Sensei, tell me about that. So once I got into making music, I think the first start, like my first project, uh, it was actually just like you know the very classic mixtape of what the old, which is other people's beats, and mm-hmm. just like choosing your your favorites and taking a different direction on that. So that was the first thing I did, and then I kind of put out some like original music in between that. But like I did that for years, and I do think like I've heard it from a lot of like the major artists. That's like a great way to hone your skills. You just like you listen into instrumentals, you listen to like your favorite songs, and it's like okay, now you have to try to get to that point and okay you rap over it and how does that compare to the actual song yeah. so i feel like that was super influential and in like you know kind of building my my repertoire and stuff like that so then i did that for that my first project and after that you know i really want to get into original music which is a whole other challenge in itself because i think there's a big difference between purely rapping and then like songwriting because if you want to do songwriting like you got to be able to have some there's got to be some catchiness there's got to be a hook there's mm-hmm. got to be a concept there's got to be a lot some more kind of structure. structure yeah so it's like a lot of evolution that and you know that was another you know hill i had to climb and i had to get better with that i was like okay i'm i, I think i'm a really good rapper at that point but it's like okay now i've got to be better at making music making albums and mm-hmm. songs and having cohesion and focusing on that those elements of the game so i think that was the next transition and i think i put a lot of focus into that and you know the the, the thing about that one it's definitely a lot harder you know you have to figure out producers to work with you have to push your like pen to a different level it's not like oh i'm just gonna go in and rap i want to actually make a song about something and an, or an emotion or make people feel something i don't want you to just hear and just hear like a ton of bars and it's like there's yeah. but there, you don't you walked away and you didn't hear anything it was just like oh just rapping for three minutes so it's just like i think the evolution of that is kind of where i evolve my my songwriting and like my music making skills and what like who are your, your top like producers 
my top producers uh well right now my best friend uh my, his name's nico i met him uh last year so we kind of locked in after that so i was just my my music production the first couple songs i did was just the ones online or mm -hmm. like you know on instagram people will hit you all yeah. the time i was like that was super early i like i didn't know how many people were gonna hit me so like the first two people hit me i was like oh i instantly like made music with them and obviously now it's like thousands yeah. of people hitting you but like at that point that was how i kind of met people and then like as far as like producers especially in the city like a big thing is just you know you meet people and then it's like oh all these people know these people mm -hmm. like a big a big uh factor in my my last major project which is golden boy was uh junction uh the junction complex they did a little bit of a, a beat auction which was i feel like it was really influential for me because it was this is back 2019 but it was like i met a bunch of producers there yeah. i got a beat from all of them and they all of them new producers so i got beat from them and that's kind of how i kind of built my my uh foundation in the city and nice, uh nice, started nice. to get in with some, some of those producers and so. then uh jane is the one who directed a uh, golden boy right yeah jane, jane did uh don't miss off of golden boy and he also did young goat young goat yeah. that's right yeah dude oh my god mm -hmm. i that just hit me. We, we, I helped you with him. Yeah, with that one. Yeah, exactly. What? That was, the, the yeah, gym? exactly. That was oh, the first. Man. That was the first time we met each other. That was fun. Mm -hmm. That was cool. I love helping others. If yeah, I can. that was dope. Because I knew you. I've known you for a while. I saw your videos. I saw your videos like lurk and stuff uh -huh. like from before. And then I finally met you on the, on the set, and it was like oh, it was like a full circle moment at that yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas is so small. So small. We were eventually going to meet. Yeah. Eventually. Of that is so fucking cool, man. And then. uh too far my fault <laughs> i do super <laughs> super excited uh damn i forgot where i left off that uh vegas is small and vegas we're is about super yeah. yeah fucking it's a matter of time before you meet somebody exactly definitely if you're not gonna meet now you will meet later mm -hmm. uh wow <laughs> and what's like the meaning behind your name uh, so my name actually comes from my, my government name which is j-a-j-a-t it's pronounced jagat it actually means universe in sanskrit and, you know, so a lot of my life, obviously, you know, living in Vegas, like, you know, people kind of shortened it and I went down to Jag. So I kind of went by Jag for a while. And then uh, I think once I kind of realized I wanted to rap, I was kind of going with like a couple different names. I was trying to figure out, OK, what, what sounds the best? And I was like, I kind of want to just Jag. But then I, you know, I, you hear a lot of stories about major artists and you kind of need like an extension of yourself like you don't want to be the artist all the time like if you go home to your family you yeah. have to switch it off so i think that kind of influenced my mindset a little bit so i was like okay how do i make it but i also didn't like when people just kind of like choose like a random name like i like it to have some connection to mm -hmm. you so i wanted something where it's not like a completely alter ego or it's just like my government name so it's like what is something in the middle so i took my my government name and i broke it up i actually got the idea if you've ever seen the show um empire uh -huh. there's uh, a girl on that show and her name is frida gatz and i was like i thought of the using the name gatz because i was like okay what comes after jag it's gat so it's gat so i was like okay and i was like okay that actually would sound fire what if i just put jag gas as my actual government name it's split up into two if you read it on papers j-a-j-t and phonetically like when we were kindergarten that's yeah. what kids would say would say jagat mm -hmm. because that's what if you're learning how to speak that's how you're gonna phonetically right. say the yeah. word so it was like it was connected to that it's connected to a lot of different things i love i mean you can make a million car flips you can make a million <laughs> gun flips you can make a million uh, uh animal flips yeah. so it was like it was a perfect perfect name so kind of stuck with that I, I like i like the way it doesn't necessarily roll off your tongue and i kind of like it because it's like jagass and yeah, you every, really gotta think about yeah it. everyone's gotta think about it you have to repeat it a couple times i feel like it makes people like sticking their head like, a little like, bit jagass yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta say it a couple times so that's kind of the story of how i got my name that is awesome uh who, where do you record your music at 
I record a lot of my music at home. I've, that's that's what I've been doing up until probably this year. It was the first time I've been going to other uh, like studios and stuff. I've been recording at, at Junction Sound. I've been recording over with um, Joel. He he records at the IG the Label Studios. Um, I've been recording literally wherever, like other people's home studios. I'll, I'll record you know anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, it's just like it's just being flexible. I think um, I definitely was a lot more like contained in doing it all myself and i wanted to be like oh i'm gonna mix it master it, and do it all myself and i think this year a big part of my evolution was kind of being more open to like okay let me work with other people let me go out and do it and it has taken a lot of load off of yeah. me because it's like i at the end of the day i just want to rap i just mm-hmm. want to make music i don't want to do, do that part. do that part and I'm never going to be as good as the people who are putting their full time into yeah. it. Like no one who's never going to be as good as me rapping if you're not putting your full time into exactly. it. Exactly. So how can I expect me to be be the same? At least you like you can understand like the basics. So exactly. You can communicate exactly. with them. So that's exactly. a pretty cool plus side. Yeah. So that was because if you can't it. do it, then you might as well just hey pay someone else to do it exactly. or like, hey do what you do. Let's collab. Exactly. Help me help you because it's a win win. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's winning. So that's been a big part of the growth. Yeah. You got any more projects coming up? Yep. So actually, you know, that's that's the perfect time. I'm, I'm in album mode right now, and it's Ooh. like, so I got a project coming at the end of the year. So I think um, end of the year, you know, a lot of a lot of the music marketing gurus, a lot of the the music industry people will tell you the end of the year is usually like the worst time to release music, right? Because for one, Christmas music is and holiday music is the main strength. Thing. It's what it's Mariah Carey coming out of her grave to you know pull, pull <laughs> the greatest plus, song plus, plus the world with the music on repeat, pull out the greatest Christmas song of all time. But you know. That's usually the theme. So it's like, um, that's usually the theme. And there's the industry shutdown. A lot of people go home to their families. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, like, you're talking like blogs and stuff. A lot of people aren't like, uh, you know, usually uh, working throughout the holiday time. I personally, like, that's what happened with Golden Boy. I mean, there's two sides to it. I mean, one side, I'm a little bit of a procrastinator. Kind of got to the end of the year. But I like to be a man of my word. If I say it's going to come out that year, I really want it to come out that year. I think looking back, I like to see, okay, it came out in this year and it was a part of this life. And then, like, the next year, it's its own thing. Yeah. So. I think that that's a big part of it. And second, it's like, I like that. Obviously for me, I have more holidays. I have more time to work on it. And it's like, that's the time where you really get prepared for the new year. And I feel like I like to make, you know, inspiring motivational music and stuff like that. And that's usually the theme of a lot of my music. So I like it to kind of be the first thing you hear into the new year. I like my rollout going into the new year and stuff like that. So that's, that's, that, that was the goal. So I think with this one, uh, again, like the rollout was, it, it was, it came out a little bit different, but I was trying to break it up, you know, Okay, so personally, I like albums. I like listening like top to bottom. Like that is my favorite way. Like I don't want to hear a single. I want to hear the album completely full. But like, and it's kind of like just a cold fact. Like people don't have those attention spans nowadays. It's like unless you're yeah. like my friend or like someone who like really loves my music. You're the chance of you like picking up yeah. and listening to me for forty minutes is very low. Very so very, it's you're like, not like a fucking. T.I. T.I., yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So then but, it's got to be like, you got to kind of get people uh, into their heads. So you got, I did a couple singles. I did four singles this year. So hopefully, you know, that, that kind of garnered the attention. You know, the one we did, Taste yeah. Test, to garner the attention to, to do the full project towards the end of the year. So, you know, I'm in that mode. So I'm excited to do the podcast. You know, got to yeah. do some videos. Got to do some more marketing stuff on my side. I want to do some, like, interviews with myself. You know, I, I like doing this. Ooh, what's the, like, uh, the marketing aspect are you going? I think, like, a lot. I like, I like making it, like, movie style. I feel like how I always look at albums and projects is like it's a movie and then like your singles are supposed to be like your trailers mm-hmm. so that's why like I got that from uh I got that from a album like, I'm 
missing it right now. But like, literally, they say you you shouldn't shoot the trailer until you know the full movie, right? Because mm-hmm. like, what are you gonna do? Like, you the movie could change. There's, yeah. there's so many things, so you have to have the full movie scripted out. So I have the full movie scripted. Out. I had it out for a while. So now it's just like, okay, let's get it into what it means. So for me, the album. I actually talked talk to Rex about it when uh, I came in to shoot Taste Test. It's called Sensing Change. So that's why we named um, the the episode after it. But Sensing Change is a kind of a feeling, and it, I start off as an artist, but as I talk to more people and tell more people about it, I see how much it can apply to other things. But it's like so when you first start out doing whatever you're doing, photography, videography, rapping, you're going to go through the first stage, which is going to be like doubt. Like people are going to be like, mm-hmm. okay, what are you doing? Like, how good are you? How much do you love it? How much effort are you going to put into it? And once you kind of get past that wall, you know, people will start to like it. They'll be kind of impressed. Wow, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this. And you have, kind of have this novelty feeling. And for prog- the, 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 like the emotion of progress, a lot of people are always going to say, oh, you just got to do better than yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. You just got to make another step, just kind of be better than yesterday. But I feel like with like kind of creativity uh, in a general sense, it's different from business, right? Because yeah. I think business, okay, you have product sales, you have, it's very tangible. Yeah, you got to like reach a certain quota cool. to make some profit. Yeah, and then like you kind of always, if you're a successful business, you yeah. kind of always build on that. But I think with creativity and artists, it's, it's a little bit different because once you get past that first like novelty stage of people, oh, you're new, oh, this is your first song, first music video, first performance, it's a lot of your first and people are excited, you're going to get to this a little bit of a lull where it's like okay now what's next yeah they already know you so you don't have that like spark anymore mm-hmm. so it's like i could be making better music than i did before i could be doing more shows i could be putting in more work but i could literally be doing having less results because it's not oh it's not new anymore you're not shiny anymore yeah. so you're kind of stuck in this like this feeling of like okay what, what am i doing wrong even though you could you could do literally everything right but just people were just so used to the novelty of when you first started so it was like that kind of became like my, my emotion and that's kind of how i was feeling so it was like oh i'm doing better music videos i'm a better performer doing better shows i'm better at rapping but it's like i feel like i'm not matching what i did like at my first like my first video like i feel like that went like a lot better than anything i'm doing i have 10 videos now but yeah. it's like none of them are doing the same thing but it's like i feel like again it's just like that's like kind of the stage and it's like you kind of get that feeling of like okay things are going to change like i still haven't done like a big show i still haven't done like a festival there's still like a lot of a lot of firsts i still haven't gone gold or platinum or like been on the charts there's still a lot of firsts i have left and you're kind of like in this middle stage where you've done all the first you can at the moment but you kind of feel that that feeling like okay st- stuff is going to change i'm sensing the change like okay now i'm going to be bigger i'm going to do even bigger music videos if you take photos you're going to take photos of even better people or even like you know increase your prices every anything like that you're kind of feeling that that moment of stuff about to shift so i feel like that i i really like um saying that albums are like uh they're time stamps they're earmarks of where you are in your life and that that's that's where i am in my life i'm like i've set a good foundation i've kind of done a lot of the things like a kid in me just like wanted to do have cover art and music videos and stuff and i'm i've accomplished it so now it's like i'm feeling like okay if i just push this extra bit i'm feeling like stuff is going to change so i hope you know with this rollout with this album and like the new music i got coming you know the change change is going to come exactly baby step to success exactly as long as because you got to think about it it's the long game exactly it's if you really want to make it exactly it's a long game you're gonna go up down through it Mm -hmm. side to side you're gonna hate it some days and other days you're gonna love it of course and that's i think that's what separates you know the the pretenders from contenders like a lot of people can't take it and that's perfectly fine like it's it gets tough to do it all the time you know it gets tough to like you know put out music and like no no one listening like that Uh it gets tough to go to a show and like perform in front of eight people that do not want to listen to you and like if is the people are gonna get tired i it gets to me sometimes it was like damn like i'm putting out music and i feel like no one's listening i feel like i'm not getting i'm not getting the opportunities that this person is doing where i feel like they've not as good as me not working as much as me not put out as much as me and you know you kind of get you just gotta like you know baby steps you gotta take it and you gotta be like okay i'm just gonna work harder i'm just gonna be better just gonna keep staying on my path to like build on everything i've done and everything i'm going to do and just you know 
kind of outwork and just that you know the, the people who succeed are just who don't quit i mean yeah. that's like the, the go-to saying but it's like it's just about staying on that path and constantly working that's awesome I'm super fucking sick about yeah. that dude it's just it's amazing do you have Shit. any like advice for upcoming artists that want to become a rapper I, I i think i have a lot of advice i think like uh i can feel like the situation you get especially at this point is like when, again with the sensing change thing right so i'm past a certain level so i can tell people like certain advice about how to get to this level but i don't have it all figured right. out of course right so it's like you're not looking at like a 10-year vet like who has okay he has a certain accomplishment so he can tell you certain things so it's like i i think it's a plus and minus because like shit i could be saying a bunch of shit that yeah. does not work for you and it, <laughs> it doesn't even work for me and i right. have to i have to change my 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 direction but i think a lot of it is um one staying true to like what you love and it's like i know a lot of people who start with rapping it's a common thing start with rapping and change something else because you might just love it more and i feel like a lot of people get caught in okay no rap is like the front man rap is the, the stardom rap is the money it's the fame it's whatever so i just i want that more than okay if you're a videographer you could get all that you mm -hmm. could get you could be 10 times richer than you ever were going to be as a rapper because that was what you actually loved you actually yeah. had fun sitting down for eight hours in, front of, in front of a computer editing instead of chilling. like sitting around listening to beats and rapping you yeah. literally you just found that path and that was more fun and more uh, lucrative for you so then it's really about knowing what you love and how much you love it and you know like a lot of what we said is what decides like can you actually just like sit down if you put out the music and no one loved it would you still be doing it like if nope. if you were going in the in your room and you write every day and it's not a chore to you. Like, sometimes it's going to be hard, of oh, course, yeah. but it's like you actually get joy from the writing of the music and not like, oh, the the selling of the music. Like, oh, people think I'm great. Now I feel good. But like, no, I, f I feel amazing anytime I write and it's like, oh, shit, I'm reading it and I'm hearing it in my headphones like, oh, shit, this is fucking crazy. That's like the best adrenaline rush. That is the number one reason why I make music. I, I write it and I feel like, holy shit, like, I can't believe I just wrote right. that. Like, I can't believe I created this. Right. I heard a beat, and I had an idea, and I put it together, and it sounded crazy. So I feel like that is just, like, you know, knowing what you love, not listening to people, like, kind of outside of your outside of your circle, outside of your mindset. You know, people can always, you know, knock you off. Your, yeah. you, you know, someone's just not going to understand what you're doing, not going to like the type of shit you like. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's, everything is for so, uh, somebody. Like, you know, I, I, I usually hate, like, I very rare, I'll sometimes say, but I very rarely say a music is trash. I think it's only trash if there's like qualitative, like there's something like off, right? But it's like if it's just like good and I don't like it, it's just not for me, and that's perfectly okay because it's for someone else. It's yeah. gonna make someone else happy. I hate the idea of like, oh, something is trash. Like if something makes someone else happy, it's like it's just not for you. Like yeah. you could just literally like like something else, it, yeah, move on. And so it's like I think a lot of like you know, kind of staying true to yourself, staying true with, uh, to what you love, just being a good person. You know, a lot of people have egos a lot of people not the best people a lot of people get a little bit too self-conceited you know just don't treat people with like respect i feel like that's like just a key i mean that's a key thing in life but i think definitely in like in this industry you feel a lot of like fake people it's like it throws me off bro because i'm always going to show everyone respect i'm always going to go up to yeah. like try to support every single person i can and it's like one thousand you know, and 1, it's 000. like sometimes some people people aren't going to do it sometimes people are going to be uh think a little too cocky of yourself and like you know, have different uh, approaches to how they treat people. But I always say, you know, you got to treat people how you want to be treated yeah. and just be genuine. And I feel like, you know, you stay good at what you do. You work hard, true to yourself. Uh, yeah. I listen and to other people. You put in the work too. You went out your way just to be on here. Exactly. Yeah, you, man. Like, I love it. Like, yeah. I want to support my guys. Like I told you, like, even before yeah. you started, like, I was super excited. Like, I want to do podcast yeah. shit. Like I want to do, I've told Rex every single time. I love everything he does. Cause he's like, he does so much shit. Like so I want to do like, and it's like, it like inspires me. Like this man can write articles. This everything. man can do a late night show. He can fucking direct. He can shoot videos. It's like, bro, it's oh my God, look right at this guy, here. bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this Dude, guy, bro. So cool, he's Brad so inspiring. It's like, and it's like 
some people just hold it in, bro. I just love saying it, bro. Like, I fuck with you. I fuck with you. You make great videos, bro. Appreciate it, you guy. take great photos. We made some great shit together. I love everything you do. And I just like saying it, bro. People like holding it in. They're like, oh, how's this going to make me look? I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> I, if you're doing dope shit, I'm going right. to tell you, bro. Like, that's that's just like the point of life. The point mm-hmm. of life is to help other people out. That is literally like why I feel like everyone's put on this earth. I feel like putting out music, hopefully, in the long term, is going to inspire someone and I'm helping someone yeah. out. It's going to help someone feel this emotion, that emotion, this emotion. You're going to get that tweet, hey, man. Because of you, I'm in a great position. Exactly, right exactly. Just, yeah. And that's the goal. That's the goal with everything. Man, thank you. Yeah. Can we talk about uh, taste test? Oh, yes, of oh, course, yeah, man. Tell good. me a little about taste test. Taste why, test. Why, the, why taste test? So taste test. The concept behind it. The taste test, is, it's, it's funny. So well, it really connects into the project I got coming out. So it's sensing change. So the full story of the project is after I finished my last project, Golden Boy, obviously I had leftover music or I had other music I want to get out. And then I had these two songs that are both on the project, but they were called Be The Sound and it's called Can't Touch Us. And it was just like sound, touch. It was just like a fun little thing. Okay, okay, I'll do on site next and then I'll do uh, smell of success and then I'll do taste test. And it's like, oh, all this sound, all this, all the uh, senses. I'll just like, it'll be like a cool thing. I won't really talk about it, but it'll just be on the track list. You saw, Ooh, yeah, that's cool. And then right. like kind of move on. But then as it kind of evolved, I was like, why don't I go deeper? And it's like, I had that feeling. And it's like, I'm feeling it in every way. I feel like stuff is about to change. And I, I can see it. I can smell it. I can hear it. And it's like, okay, let me dive deeper into it. So it kind of had like, it was just going to be, I feel like there's a big difference between albums and mixtapes, right? I think mixtapes is just like, just having fun. It's a collection of songs. Album has to be cohesive, have a concept. Yeah. Everything has to make sense. So it's like, it was going to be a mixtape because I already did an album, album like thing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a mixtape. It was like, kind of like this idea of like kind of focusing on the on the senses like that would be great so it's like the the, the final project is 10 songs so it's each of the five songs and they're all like paired with another song so it's yeah. two songs about sight two songs about uh taste like stuff like that so it's like so i was getting into that so i was just i just had the word taste test i was like what what can i do taste like taste so it's like taste test. That, that's a good idea so i was thinking of something i like to do and again my my partner nico he, he we were he always sends me beats all the time and i was like i was thinking okay with taste test it's like uh what i immediately comes to mind like emotions wise taste test is like when you have a taste that you're tasting different stuff right yeah. it's like okay what's the best part of this best part of this so it's like in that song as, as you can hear it's like it's super aggressive and then it gets like to this calm like choir part mm-hmm. and super aggressive calm to the choir part and i was like okay that sounds perfect so what about i take that I go into taste test and then let, let's again, like just, and that this is just like stuff for me. Cause I love it. Like let, let's develop it out. Let me like add some bars about cooking. Let me like, and, but like not in a corny way, let me yeah. actually connect it to that feeling. Okay. I feel like I can taste success right now. I could taste stuff about to change. I'm at that point and it's going to be, end up being the outro track. And I feel like, okay, that's perfect. Cause it's like, it has that like dominant feeling of like, okay, I'm, I told you all the reasons I feel like stuff is going to change. And now I'm going to put like my stamp on it. Okay. Stuff is about to change. And then that's kind of like the content, the concept around it. So, we kind of got that and then when, once it was time to do a video i was just like bro well, let me that just like get, like do do some shit in the kitchen let me get like a chef outfit kind of go into fake, that fake mashed potatoes fake mashed potatoes fucking cook some gravy <laughs> on the on the pot so i feel like it was like it's just a dope idea and like you know i've gotten a lot of a lot of a lot of praise on that video and it's a lot of people just like it stands out bro like a lot of people are too tough too yeah. too cool to like dress up as a chef i don't give a fuck bro like I, it's fun to me like yeah. it's like i created like an idea and like shit i used to work in the back of kitchens for like years bro like washing dishes fucking making pizzas doing whatever the fuck and it's like it's homage to that like all those years i spent i always had like one earphone in my fucking ears just, just like, like going at it going at it you know just putting the work in so it's like it was really full circle with a lot of that so that's that's song you know i'm really proud of i feel like i, t- I took it to like a, a, a dope level with that i feel like we made a great fucking video yeah. with that thank you so much for helping me out of dog. course bro 88 yeah, of music course video. yeah that'll be fire just, dude, you're a fucking actor of course <laughs> i appreciate dude, it that shit was so fucking cool i appreciate it 
Uh, so uh, 88 Nate reached out to me for a music video. He needed a couple crew members. Long story short, it's about crypto, and then he steals the guy's money to cash it into Bitcoin. Uh, and I reached out to uh, Jag, Gabzy, Izzy to help me out with it, and they all rolled through. And in exchange for that, like, dude, I got you on a music video to help me with this project. And one of the scenes, he has to pretend he's the bad guy. He has to go over there to 80s Nate, check him, grab the money from him, and then walk it back and give it to Izzy. And that's, it was so simple. It was so easy. It, it was fun. It's, if you want to see it, link's right here. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. It was fun. Uh, rich off Bitcoin, I think. Is it out? I think. <laughs> that's how I was, that's I was, the one with the trunk, right? Scabbers yeah, trunk. Was that, did you put that one out yet? I don't think so. I feel like yeah, that's Bitcoin, right? No, no, no. I don't think you did yet. Well, first, before that, we we did the one. No, the, I, before that one, it was uh, 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 eighty-eight Nate. Uh, oh, so, uh, something, something four. The enemy name Sato- Satoshi. 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 Yeah. Satoshi. Satoshi four. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, I was that one. That was one the first yeah. one. He yeah. played a he played a uh, an employee of like uh, what accountant. Yeah, it was, like it was, it was supposed to be like uh, it was supposed to like a, yeah, eighty eight Nate was like the the, the forex head, type the head, thing. The head poncho, yeah. head poncho, and I was kind of like doing a, a skit. So it was like, yeah, I just had a lot of fun with that. And like, I didn't even know about the music video. I was just coming through to show love yeah. and just kind of be a part. And you know, just kind of again, like you know, it's it's showing love and just like the business side. Like I wanted like to show out, you know, just add stuff to the resume. Yeah. Doing like a fucking, they wanted me to do a scene in a movie next week, so I got I'm shooting that. So get my get my acting chops up a little bit. So so that's fun. So yeah, so just like that first one. That first one was crazy because it was just like it was just fun. Like I never got to be an extra in like other people's videos. Yeah. And also like I know the struggle of doing videos and not having people come. Yeah. Bro. It's hard to get people like you think like bro everyone be excited like because you feel like oh i'm gonna be like the greatest ever mm-hmm. so it's like if you be a part of this video you're a part of history yeah so you have that mindset but a lot of people are just like i don't yeah, really nah, care so I it's like go exactly so i like i was you never know what gabs yeah. is gonna do what 88 is gonna do and i was in a music video with that i don't yeah. know what you're gonna do exactly. i was in one of like the first like music videos you shot like uh with with 88 so it's like oh, yeah. it's always like a funny ass video yeah. bro that shit was cool. So, so I always love being a part and you know handing that. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. I tried to do a cool little uh, uh, After Effects, but it didn't come out right. But it was workable. Yeah, like I'm glad I did it. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a good day. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that desk. Oh, that was a fucking. Mission. Oh yeah, trying to that get that desk. desk in that room. Yep, I had to ask for help. That shit was yeah. so heavy. I didn't even have a truck, so I had to reach out to Ben, and use his van mm-hmm. to pick it up. That was crazy. And then we are bringing it over there. <laughs> Look at that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that shit was fun. So much fun, man. Thank you so much for being on the show, my guy. Of course, bro. I appreciate, I appreciate everything it. you've done. Thank if you guys are new to the channel, don't forget to like it, subscribe it, share it with a friend. All links are in the description down below. Any shout outs you want to do? Uh, shit. Shout out to shout out to my everyone I've worked with. Shout out to all the directors I've worked with, Sir CJ, and shout out to all the producers I've worked with. Shout out to the city. Shout out to Vegas. You know, I had to rep when I came up on here. Show some love. You know, shout out to everyone who's ever supported me. Everyone rocking with me. Everyone who took the time to check out this podcast with me, Cersei and Rex. You know, I feel like it's been a great time. I, I had a lot of fun. Check out my new project that should be out by the time you're watching this called Sensing Change. You know, get a little bit more about, you know, the insight behind you know the project and check me out let me know what you think and much love yeah, yeah. nice
That was good. That was fun. That was a rusty uh, start, but we did yeah, it. We got through it. Yeah.